Jesus, I thank You for this message, Father God. Father, we command every hitchhiking spirit, every unclean spirit, every lying spirit, every spirit of divination, every spirit of occult, witchcraft, every spirit that's not of the Holy Spirit, and religious spirits that bring people to confusion, God. And then those same spirits say that others are causing confusion, calling people of God the devil, calling people of, of the children of God stupid, and, and calling and saying names, Father God. And, and, and these religious spirits, these haughty spirits, hold up signs and scream at people like, like they're under the law. Father, we come against this right now. We push it back in this region. Push it back from Facebook. I push it back from every place that it's coming from. That the fire of God come on this word. That this word that's going to be preached right now will finish all the little bickerings and backbone. All we'll have to do when we go is copy and paste. And when people say that things are wrong with the Holy Spirit and things people start to say, we don't even have to worry about debating with them. Copy and paste it and let the truth reign in the land because the scriptures do not lie and the Holy Spirit is alive and He's changing us. He's baptizing us in His Spirit. We do speak with tongues. We do cast out demons. We do heal the sick. We raise the dead. The Holy Spirit did not die with the apostles and He's alive today. And I decree and declare in the mighty name of Jesus that all of these people that are bringing people to confusion will be manifested, God, by your light. In the name of Jesus, I speak in boldness with the spirit of truth today. Father, let it come forth. This message is called Speaking in Tongues. And I saw this thing, and you know, it just popped on when I turned on my computer. I'm just giving a little background because I want to know that this happens to so many. But when I went there, it's growing. There's 80, 90, 100 people agreeing with lies. And they call themselves Christians. And they, they attack other Christians that are moving in the Holy Spirit. And it's time that it be exposed. Be exposed for what it is and who they are. Because if they don't love and they don't love their brother, then the love of God is not in them. And then they come and talk, bring the same scriptures about love, but we want to see the fruits of love. Love doesn't come against the Word of God and call people idiots that speak in tongues. Now you're going to be, now God is going to reveal you for such a time as this. I've never heard a message. I never heard the revelation about any of this that God's given me, but it's coming forth today for this time, for such a time as this. I come emphatically with the word of correction, a warning from God. There are some that are calling tongues gibberish, babble, tongues of devils. These are Christians that post scriptures like crazy. They judge by the letter, but not by the spirit. And God is going to take, is, is going to, and they want to change the scripture for their own private interpretation, and that's wrong as well. They will say, they, and, and I want to tell you about my encounter first with God. When I was, when I was a baby Christian, I didn't know much scripture, but I was born again, and I heard about tongues, and I heard about the Holy Spirit, and I went up and asked for it, and. Didn't happen there, but a week later, or ten days later, whatever it was, on that specific day, I woke up baptized in the Holy Spirit. I knew it. It wasn't the devil. I was sinless. I was in repentance. I was broken. I was seeking for God. And there's no way that God, after being born again, He's no, was going to let the devil take me on into this place right now today. And to this day, I still speak in tongues. And I pray in tongues. Because it's not from the devil, it's from the Holy Spirit. 
So, and that happened, and I haven't stopped praying and speaking in tongues. And when that happened to me, I was on fire for God, and it never stopped. It's being baptized in the Holy Spirit and with fire. And I'm going to take all of the all of the theologians and all of the skeptics and all the people that want to come against and bring confusion and, and all these denominations that try to kill the Holy Spirit week that week. You are anti-Christ because the Holy Spirit is Christ and you cannot separate the Holy Spirit from God, Amen. the Trinity. The two are the three are one. God stirs me up to show me things because I don't go looking for trouble. This is a legalistic spirit and a religious spirit. First of all, go to Matthew 7, 7-11. It says this, Ask, and, you sh- and I shall give to you. Seek, and you shall find it. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. What is he talking about? Jesus is talking about Him, the Holy Spirit. For everyone that asks shall receive, and he that seeketh shall find it. So you're telling me when I was seeking God with all my heart, probably more than I ever did in my life, that I got a devil. Thank you, Lord. And a man that there was some that asked, and he says, and it shall not, it will be open. A man there... And, and there of you, some there ask for bread, will give him a stone. And if you ask for fish, will you give him a serpent? What does the serpent represent? The devil. A snake. Yeah. Twisting. Lies. God's not going to give us lies if we seek Him. That's right. If we seek ourselves, if we seek other things, we might get something. But if we seek Him in the Spirit of truth, Amen. He promises. And when He gives us and baptizes us in the Holy Spirit, He will guide us into all truth. There's so many doctrines out there that need to be shut down. Amen. They need to shut their doors, close their churches, or repent. Because it's not. They're, they're coming against God Himself, and God is not going to go for it. And I'm on fire about this because I saw all the people deceived, and I see the division that it's causing. And there shall be no division in the house of God. The Holy Spirit is one Spirit, one accord, one baptism. One tongue. One, uh, uh, gifts to the Holy Spirit. There's not anything else. Amen. Thank you, and you'll know my disciples by their fruits. Amen. Not by their gifts, by their fruits. Amen. So by your fruits, calling people names and blasphemy the Holy Spirit shows that you're really not from God then. Yeah. I don't care if you quote scriptures because you have no interpretation of it because you need the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the reason you come against it is because you've had so much pride that you can't get it because God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. The Holy Spirit's only for the humble. Hallelujah. And don't sit here and say that boldness is pride either. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And it says, And being evil, know to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father, which is in heaven, give good give to them that ask? And He's talking about the Holy Spirit. I got, I got some more Scripture, so I'm going... So then... I'm just going to read because I had notes. Because I was going to write this, and I had it ready to post, and God said to preach it. So I'm still going to post the writing like I do every week, but I'm going to preach it. So we see where it all started in the book of Acts. So let's go to the book of Acts. And I don't know if you hear people say, oh, you speak in foreign language, and that's all it is, and God will just put it on you when He needs you so you can preach the gospel. 
That's not true. That's a lie. God will do that, but that's not what it's just for. And it isn't even that. You don't speak, in a, uh, you don't speak German just because you don't know German. I'm going to show you right now. Because I've never heard this, but I heard the Holy Spirit. And then He showed me in the Scripture to back what... Of course, I wouldn't say it if I just heard it from the Holy Spirit because that's big trouble out there. So let's bring the Word of God and truth. The day of Pentecost. Just read 1-4 through four real quick. And when the day of Pentecost was full of comfort, they were waiting on the promise that Jesus promised that He would send the Comforter and that He would send the Holy Spirit. You know, I'm really shocked that we even have to preach stuff like this at this point, but it has to be done. And suddenly came a sound from heaven as a mighty rushing wind and filled the house where they were sitting. And they all appeared unto them cloven tongues of fire and sat on each of them each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost let's just say Holy Spirit because you get in trouble for that too but it's in the King James we're filled with the Holy Spirit because you know what people come because they heard people like this and they heard other people and they heard their grandma or their their nephew or they heard the Baptist uh seminary uh, scholar with all the degrees that doesn't has never met the Holy Spirit tell you that speaking in tongues is of the devil. So we speak in tongues and then all of a sudden they leave the room. Oh, we love the truth, but we don't know about that. Why are you speaking in tongues? It's not for now. Because these are words that are against the Bible and they have to be exposed. So they leave or they don't listen to you. It's a work of the devil. That's a doctrine of devils. And they began to speak with other tongues. Other tongues. As the Spirit gave them utterance. Utterances is noises. Well, to, to someone in Chinese, English is a bunch of noises. Because they don't know what it means. So, we all have a voice box and we all have a tongue and we all make certain noise. And when we get together, we can take all the noises that we make and make a language. Well, God already knows what we're saying because the Holy Spirit moves us and makes a language. And all of us have different ones because of our relationship with Him because He's God. That's right. So, when we make this language, God knows what we're speaking. So our Spirit's praying for us what we ought that we don't even know. According to the scriptures as well. So on this day, when they were, the Holy Spirit came and baptized them, they all spoke in tongues, all 120 of them, and they didn't sit down no more. They stood up and they went out on the streets. Thank you, Lord. As the Spirit gave them utterance, as the Spirit moved them. Let's go to Acts now. 6 through 11, Acts 2 still. Now, when there was noised abroad, the multitude came together and they were confounded. All the people started coming. They were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. It didn't say that they spoke in their language. Here's the truth right here. No one's ever preached this that I know. It says that they heard them speak in their own language. Because they were speaking in tongues. So if God has you speak in tongues to somewhere in any country or nation, they might hear the gospel if you don't know their language. 
Because God also gives the gift of interpretation of tongues. And maybe He put that gift on. And plus, He's God. Can He make your noise make do whatever He wants because He's a miracle maker? But religion wants to shut down that gift as well. And it's not going to happen. Because God's not going to let it happen. So it didn't say they spoke in their language what all the Baptists and all the religious people said. It says they heard every one of them. Now, picture this. you got 120 people speaking in tongues, but every one of them didn't hear a bunch of 50 people speaking in different languages. They heard God speak to them with all that noise coming to them. And they glorified God. Let's continue to read because we're going to prove it right here. It's time for the truth to be preached in the house of God. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. So here it is. These are the other tongues. Other tongues, which wasn't their normal tongues. I speak English. I'm learning, trying to learn Portuguese now for our endeavors in a church in Brazil. But other people speak other languages, Spanish. These are other tongues. Well, God has a heavenly language, it says. Yes. Amen. Don't worry, I'm going to get back when they talk about it in the church too, because we're going to knock, we're going to knock that out too. <laughs> so it says this, and they and they were confounded because every man heard them in his own language. Where did they get that they said spoken tongues is only to speak in someone's language so they hear the gospel? Where did that come from? Because I searched the scriptures everywhere, and it's not in the Bible. Did some man get his interpretation from man or some theologian school? Obviously, because it's not in here. And if it's in here, show me. You take the scripture and give it, but it doesn't say that. It does not say that. Because we have the scriptures right here in front of us today. How do we hear every man in his own, in their own tongue, where we were born? How? How hear we, how how hear we, every man, she's not mad, she's got to go to work. And she believes in tongues. Absolutely. Some people. Okay. Every, just covering, because people start to think. Every man, here it is again, verse 8. Hear we, every man in our own language, where we were born. Now watch this. Parishians, Medias, Elmanites, the dwellers in Mesopotamia, and Judea, Captain, all these different, Pontus, Asia, Perigia, and I'm telling you what, if you go to India, there's like 15 languages just in the nation, and probably more, I'm just, there's a lot. There's so many of them, and they're similar, so this is probably the same kind of thing. In Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, Phrygia, Pamphylia, and Egypt. Talk about the melting pot. They were hanging out there, huh? And the parts of Libya, Libya, Crete, and Syrian, strangers of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Arabians, who do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. So 120 people are speaking in tongues. Because they just got baptized. And, and just imagine all of them too. But all them, God was speaking to them through whatever noises He was using. He was using the elements of the earth to bring His gospel to something. 
So don't think that even a deaf person can't hear the gospel. Don't even think that a blind person can't hear the gospel. Don't think they can't see the gospel. Because God knows how to preach the gospel better than us. And they heard the wonderful works of God. But let's, let's, let's get a little deeper into this. As they twisted about the languages and all those things. Let's get right, right here. And they call it um, gibberish. And they call it Babel. Well, God gave... It was, Babel was uh, the different languages still. What's the difference? It's, everyone has their own prayer language, of course. If I get in a room and I get a Chinese, Spanish, and get 15 languages, say everyone starts speaking their language and read the same thing, it's going to sound like a bunch of blah, 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 blah. Think about it. Let's go to Acts, uh, same chapter. Let's go up to verse 12. For confirmation. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What does this mean? What's going on? And then, of course, you know, he came and said, This is spoken to the prophet Joel. I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. And, your, and, and they shall see dreams and the, the visions and all this stuff. And then, they, then these people that are preaching this too, they say that that stopped too. So God stopped pouring out His Spirit too, right? So let's see what they say. But others, here's the others, because that's who they are. Because there's always others. There's always skeptics. There's always unbelievers. Maybe some of them just heard a bunch of babble because they were prideful. Or God didn't want them to hear the wonderful works. But others said these men... Mocking said, that's what these other Christians are doing to ones with the Holy Spirit. Now they're mocking. And that's who said, babbling idiot Christians. This was the poster. These men are full of new wine. In other words, they're drunk. Mocking, making fun. And that's, now we have it right now in the church. Some of these heard the wonderful works of God. Some of them said they're, 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 they're drunk, saying, what, and, and didn't, no, no, some were amazed and some mocked about it. Let us. Which ones are we? Are we going to be the amazed ones about God? Are we going to be the skeptics, the the critics, and 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 those that are dry and have no spirit? There's a big difference. I'm just going to read this because I don't want to. Admit. So, quite a bunch for they. I'm just going to skip to the scripture because this is all written for me. So if it's in me, it's going to come out of me. And then they call themselves Bereans. Yeah, well, no one I got to post. Bereans, without the Holy Spirit, can search all day long. Yeah. They're not going to find nothing. That's right. Zero. Because there's no way for the Scriptures to be revealed by any scholar or any man. Even the Jewish scholars that supposedly know the whole Torah don't, can't even see Jesus walking and they can't see Him in the Word. No. So don't tell me about Bereans. <laughs> oh, brother. Yeah, it's a good thing, but you better be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's right. We don't look for knowledge, we look for Him. Amen. I don't want to hear from doctrines and theologians void of the Holy Spirit. I need revelation. So 1 Corinthians says it like this. Chapter 2, verse 5 through 7. That, there, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Howbeit we speak wisdom among men that are perfect. You not the wisdom of the world, nor the princes of the world. 
that come to nothing, none. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. So you know what? Know what they said? Oh, bro, we just giving your testimony. I said, well, we, we don't go by encounters, or we don't go by we don't go by um, what do they call those things when, when we have an encounter with God. Experiences. experiences we go by the Word of God. But I tell you this, my experiences follow the Word of God. And Jesus said, these signs will follow them that believe. They will speak with new tongues. They will cast out demons. They will heal the sick and they resurrect. And He didn't say, but when the twelve die, which wasn't one of them already died, and the new one came, Paul, when, when, when they died, then the Holy Spirit died with them. Is that what you're, that's what they're saying. Interesting. So, when, let's go to Acts 10 now to prove it. Because then they say this, because we got to know, because when you hear what they say, you know what they say. They say, well, this was just for the apostles. So, Acts 10, verse 45 through 47. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished. What is the circumcision? They were cut, they were cut, cut a covenant with Christ. Period. Whether they did it in Jewish style or Christian style, God circumcised their heart. They were, they were circumcised meaning believed were astonished as many came to Peter because on the Gentiles also poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. The gift of the Holy Spirit. For they heard them, they heard them speak with tongues Mm -hmm. and magnify God again. Our tongues is magnifying God. Then answered Peter, can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized which have received the Holy Spirit as well as we? So they got the Holy Spirit even before they did the water. They heard them. They heard them. And it wasn't just the apostles. Now let's keep going. Now let's go to... Let's go all the way to chapter 19, verse 1 through 7. And it came to pass. See, it's funny. Everyone that was baptized in the Holy Spirit, the evidence right after was the speaking in tongues. That's right. Every one of them. That's right. So, humble yourself and, and ask God for the Holy Spirit because you don't have it if you come against the Holy Spirit. That's right. The Holy Spirit can't come against itself. A house divided cannot stand. Holy Spirit cannot divide himself from himself because then he would be denying himself. And he does not deny himself because the Spirit of truth is in us. Spirit is witness that we are the children of God. Amen. And if we are the children of God, then we know that we are heirs with Christ Amen. and we have all the things that Christ has given us. Hallelujah. So, you have the letter, we have the letter and the Spirit. That's right. Because what this... Then I made a nice nice little thing about it. This person says this that stirred me up too. Somebody read I showed it to him. I I'll beat you with the word. Or how would how did it go? Yeah. This is a girl that has no church, has a she has a Bible, she has a following on Facebook, coming with that, doesn't even know people. With the one that's calling Christians idiots. 
And then later posting, oh yeah, we, we need the devil comes on when the devil comes on my page. So don't even know who she is. It got on that. You know, I got five thousand friends. And when you open your page up, it goes to home page and things pop up. And I read it. Wasn't looking. Because God brought it to my page. Because usually you have the people that you're closer to that things pop on your page. So God knows how to work in computer things to speak to you and tell me to do this. Because I did not even want to preach this. But let's go on with more facts. Because the Holy Spirit will bring facts. Man will bring their opinions. But see, the Word of God is alive to us. So actually, what happened to me is still happening to me. And I'm being changed from... Glory to glory from faith to faith. Amen. So, and I'm becoming holier, not by my works and my righteousness, but by my submission to the power of grace and the cross of Jesus Christ, that the Spirit of God is working in me. Amen. So, that is the fruit of it. Yes. But you call, this is where it's very, you got to be very careful. Because don't call what is God... And what is the Holy Spirit? The devil. Jesus rebuked them when He said that He was working things of the devil. Some of you could end up in hell because the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is an unforgivable sin. I don't know where the line is drawn in that. I don't know where that level is, but God does. And I wouldn't get near it. I wouldn't get near it. First of all, if you've been a Christian all this time and you don't have it, it's because of your pride. God will never hold anything back from them He loves. Maybe God has a lot of mercy because you went to the wrong denomination and you've been robbed. Well, it's time to repent. Because now you hear the truth. Because the Word is alive. He said this in verse 19. And it came to pass in Apollos and Corinth, Paul having passed through the upper coast of Ephesus, finding certain disciples... He said unto them, Have you received the Holy Spirit? He's asking, um, first of all, they say there's only 12 disciples. He's asking the other if they receive, uh, um, finding certain disciples, and we know it's not the 12, because they already had it from the upper room. This is verse 19, guys. So obviously he can't be talking about the disciples that aren't disciples anymore because they're now apostles, but of course they're disciples of the Holy Spirit forever, as all of us will be. But in the same thing as God promoted them as apostles as they were following Him. So, disciples. So, I'm going to get, I don't want to rush this because I want to be very clear. So here, He said this, Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? And they said, Unto him, we have not as much heard whether there be any. And that's going to that's that happens a lot of places now too. But see, this was the first thing on the apostles' mind, and the ones that were filled with the Holy Spirit was, "Do you have it?" Most people's concern is, "Oh, well, how many scriptures do you know?" No, do you have the Holy Spirit? Because if you have the Holy Spirit, He'll make sure you learn the scriptures. Because Jesus is the living Word. And when you know Him, you know the Word. When you eat Him, you eat the Word. When you drink His blood, you are free. You can, you can load everything in your mind and not eat it, and you don't know nothing. But you're the one bringing the confusion. 
And the book of Jude speaks about that, spots in our feast that come against those that are carrying the truth of the, of the word of God. So, they said unto them, We have not heard, sent, received the Holy Spirit since we believed. That means they believe. They're already disciples. So it's a different. It's, it's a two different occasions. Right. It could be one because God's God, but in this case, it was. Two, in my case, it was two different occasions. I got born again one day, and I got filled with the Holy Spirit weeks, weeks, weeks later because I desired it. He was talking to believers here. He said, "Do you want the gift?" I'm not saying you can't get in, into heaven without it, but I think you're going to become very lost without it. And if God has something from His Spirit, and He wants us to seek it, and He said those who are hungry and thirsty shall be filled. Any, any Christian in our right mind would desire it with all their heart. Who would want to not have the power? Who would want not to be able to fellowship with the Holy Spirit? But God only gives it to those that desire it. He doesn't just throw it around like nothing. He doesn't just do it because He has to. He does it to those that ask for it. And he said in, in Matthew 7, ask and I will give you the bread. I will give you the Holy Spirit. And he said, ask for wisdom as well, and I'll give it to you. Then he said to Paul, and he says, and then they said unto them, unto them were they, you were baptized. And they said, unto John's baptism? Water he's talking about? He said, no. No, then they said, John barely baptized and for repentance. Saying unto, it's funny that they were repented already, got the Holy Spirit earlier, and were doing the water baptism after that. And now here, it's, it's the opposite. <laughs> and they believed on Him that should come after Him that is on Christ Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, now you know that when they were preaching, now when they were praying in the upper room, the Holy Spirit came on all of them. It was nothing to do. They didn't even expect it. Then later, it, Peter was preaching, and the Holy Spirit fell on them while he was preaching with no laying on of hands. Now right here, we have Paul. Paul laid hands on them, and the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spoke with tongues right after. He didn't just say the Holy Spirit came on them. And they spoke with tongues. So this baptism always proceeds with tongues. Yes. Right. And they also prophesied. Yeah. And they were about 12. So above we see the believers in the baptism. We're dealing with the same mindsets today. Stuck. Been told they believe, but they need the Holy Spirit. But none of them know the meaning of the baptism. Yeah. I'm not going to read this because I'm probably going to preach some of it. 1 Corinthians now, let's read about the gifts. The gifts that they say are dead. I'm going to say, okay, Paul had the Acts. The chapter of the Acts ended. Paul started churches all through the book of Acts. They were all scattered and they started all these churches in different places. Way more than we know, but these are the ones that Paul wrote letters to. And so there were churches started and, and this was in, in, in the time of Paul's ministry. And Paul was now... Getting revelation from heaven about the power and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So let's go to 1 Corinthians now 12. Now concerning spiritual gifts. Brethren, I would you not be ignorant that you know that the Gentiles carried away unto dumb idols even as they were led. 
Whereof I give thee to understand that no man that speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And that's what they're doing too. And that no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Spirit. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. It's all from the Holy Spirit. Differences of administrations, and we're going on and on and on. Um, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. There are different spirits, and the Holy Spirit administers them as He does to profit them all. The whole to edify the body of Christ. To another faith, to another healing, same Spirit. To another miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits. Oh boy, we don't have that one anymore, we're in trouble. <laughs> to another diverse kinds of tongues. Oh, so everyone's still believing in healing, but we just stopped the tongues one now. Yeah. To another, the interpretation of tongues. That's a big key there too. But all of them work the same spirit, dividing to every man severely as he will. God never said that you can't have the gift of tongues and the interpretation at the same time. Where does that say that? Oh, but you've made that in your own opinions. For as one body is one and has many members, and all the members of the, that body being many is one body, also in Christ. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether it be Jews or Gentiles, whether it be bond or free. It had been all made to drink into the one Spirit. For the body, so now we don't drink in the Spirit anymore because the apostles died. For one body is not one. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, "Because I am not the hand, I am not of the body," and we know all this, I'm just going to go for it for the sake of time because I want to stick to the talk. Then it goes on and on that we need one another and all that we need in in those parts. Then it goes. And the comely parts are more... Okay, and God has tempered the body together, that there be no schisms, whether the members suffer, we all suffer. And then verse 27 now, for the body of Christ, many members. God has first apostles, second teachers, diverse... Okay, he, okay, here we go. After that, miracles, then gifts to healing, helps, governments, diverse, diversity of tongues. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all workers of miracles. They all have gifts to healing, they all... Do all speak in tongues? Question, question, question. Do all interpret? Question. But all can. He said if you desire them, you can get them. It's possible. But covet earnestly the best gifts. So he's saying it's not the best thing. It's not the best thing to do, but it's for you because what God's more concerned about us edifying others. And tongues really edifies ourselves. Unless there's an interpreter, it would help you edify someone because God's speaking to them in that fashion. Have all the gifts you can. Okay, here we go. But covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show a more excellent way. One of the best gifts. So I want to jump back there because Paul also talked about here about speaking. Anyway, he said in this chapter somewhere that I am glad that I speak with tongues more than all of you. Somewhere in there. Oh, here it is. Um, anyway, so he said that 
And let's go to Corinthians. They might be coming. So let's go to Corinthians 13, just 1 through 5 now. Then we're going to go to 14. Because he went from 12, 13, then he's talking about love, but everyone knows that. Though I speak in tongues of men and of angels and have not love, I become a sounding breath and a tingling symbol. Though I have the gift of prophecy, everyone wants to talk about love now, but they want to say, well, we don't have the gifts. Well, they were saying that we need both. Prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and have all faith so that I can remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. Someone got a Bible? No, that's it. No, no, I'm good. I don't need it. And I'll have to get it. Right here it is. Understand. It says, Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels. So what are tongues of angels? I'm good. What are tongues of angels? Angels are in the heavenlies. It's a heavenly language. So he said, if I speak in tongues of angels. Maybe when you speak in tongues, the angels are actually getting assignments from God through you. Imagine that. Oh, brother, where is that in the Bible? Where is it not? Someone's at my front door. <laughs> I need to turn that off. It turned the, the ringer off on the side. <laughs> Alright, and here we got Romans. Romans 12 we have from 6 to 8. We have prophecy. We have other gifts. Teaching, serving, exhortation, giving, leadership, mercy. Are those all gone too? Oh, 1 Corinthians, we have these gifts. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, faith, gifts of healing, miracles, prophecy, discerning, uh, spirits, tongues, interpretation. So we don't have words of knowledge anymore, but all the, witch, all the uh, fortune tellers, they can, they can hear from, from, the, from the devil, but we're not allowed to hear from God anymore to help someone or give them a word of knowledge. Okay. They say the gifts died with the, with the apostles. I'm just... I'm just um. And then we have in 1 Corinthians chapter 12... Verse 28, apostle, prophet, teacher, miracles, kinds, different kinds of healings, helps, administration, and tongues. So there's no more administration in church. That's why it's a mess, right? No, it's a mess because you left because you don't believe the Holy Spirit can administrate in the church. Man takes over and gives their interpretation of what the gift should be. And they become the gift. And they want to be man's gift to the world. Then we have in Ephesians 4, prophet, pastor, manager, pastor, and teacher. Oh, everyone has pastor. Even those people have the pastor. So the other gifts are dead, but now the apostle's dead, but the, their pastor, they call pastor. He's still alive, but hmm, something to think about. The world, what worries me is you believe these people that speak this thing. Why? Because you need the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit's working with them as doctrines the devil's telling you that, you, you that he's not here anymore. So, the end time church is not going to have the same power when it says that the glory of the latter rain shall be more than the former. That the latter house shall have more glory than the former house. It said that the end time church in Revelation, how is the two witnesses going to move in power and have fire come out their mouth and the two anointed ones, which is the church. That is the church. The Jew and Gentile. One new man in Christ Jesus. And Zechariah, the oil flowing into one. We are the witnesses on the earth. We are the martyrs on the earth. It's not just going to be two people. It's going to be the whole, whole bride of Christ. Amen. So let's go to chapter 14 now. Following after love and, and, and this, uh, desire spiritual gifts, but rather you may prophesy. 
He who speaks, Paul's clarifying, in an unknown tongue. He didn't say in foreign languages. He said an unknown tongue. Speaketh not unto men, but unto God. So people want to stop you from speaking to God. So we can't speak to God anymore either. Now, I know that many say that God doesn't speak to His children anymore. That's another thing. But I hear Him. And we all hear Him. Or we believe me, we wouldn't be here today if we didn't hear Him. For no man understands Him. No man understands Him, but God does. That's what He said. How bit then the Spirit, He speaks mysteries, but they that prophesy speak unto men to edification, and unto exhortation and comfort. He that speaks an unknown tongue edifies himself. Mm-hmm. What, what Paul's saying, you know, don't be edifying yourself. Here, let's edify one another more. Let's go home and edify yourself when no one's around, is basically what he's saying. And exhortation and comfort. Prophecy will do that. Tongues just does that. But he didn't say don't do it. He says this one is just more for edifying the body. So this, and he that speaks an unknown tongue edifies himself. He that prophesies edifies the church. Verse 5. I would that you all spoke in tongues. Here it is that I was looking for. But rather that you prophesied. For greater is he that prophesied than... He's not saying you're greater. He's saying it's just greater. Uh, it, it's a more um, treasurable gift. It, it, it does more... Has more fruit that abounds with it. For greater is he that prophesied than he that... Because what is the greatest to be the least of all? Anyway. Prophesied is greatest that prophesied that the that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret. And he didn't even say there had to be an other interpreter. He said here, except he interpret. So if he's got both gifts, the tongues and that, then why would the devil want to shut down our tongues? Because then we shut down God's voice as well. Because if God's speaking by the Holy Spirit through us and to the angels about our circumstances, about our future, about tomorrow, that we cannot see. So when you pray in tongues and speak in tongues, you can actually be speaking and praying for your tomorrow and your next days and your next days because God sees your whole future. That's why He wants to shut your tongue up. See, the devil comes after the gifts because without the gifts, he takes your power. He takes your power, he takes your mind. He takes your mind, he takes your eyes. He takes your eyes, you're blind. And then you follow blind leaders and then you go into a ditch. (laughs) That's his job. He's just not... Why do they get so angry about tongues? Because they don't have them. And if you don't have the gift, right? Jealousy makes you angry. Yeah. Yeah. It's the spirit of Cain. Mm-hmm. Sorry to say that. Yeah. God received Cain and his offering was himself. God received you and gave you more gifts. That's, that's what brings a division is the jealousy. Yeah. They're Esau and you're Jacob. Yeah. They want to learn in the flesh. You want to learn in the spirit. So he says this, He that edifies himself but prophesied edifies the church. He goes on and he says, prophesied except he interpret. He interprets. He says that the church may receive edification. So in other words, if there's no interpreter. He didn't say don't speak in tongues in church. He said if there's no interpreter, then don't do it because there's no. And if we're all just praying, then it's okay too because we're just saying we're praying to God together. He's talking about speaking to someone in tongues. Or somebody stands up in the church and says, the Lord is saying blah, and then everyone's like, there's no interpreter here, and there's no interpretation. Waste of time. It's not bad. It's God-given. It comes from heaven. How can it be bad? 
How can anything? It says every good and perfect gift comes from above. Amen. How can anything bad or, and anything from above, and then you call it the devil? Yeah. I don't know. It's it it it. it I'm I'm here. I'm sticking up for for, for God. Yeah, that's right. You know, I don't even care what people think about me, but stop deceiving people because it's a robbery, robbing them. Doctors and devils will rob you. They'll change you. They'll bring mindsets. They'll bring fear in you. And you'll be afraid of people with tongues. You'll be afraid to have more from God. Yeah. Because you don't know if it's God or the devil. Yeah. Because the devil's telling you it's from the devil. Oh, he can't do this. Yes, he can. He's a liar. He's the father of lies. Right, yeah. And all of his sons lie. Mm-hmm. We do what our father does, right? We try to, at least to the best of our being. Mm-hmm. Well, sons of the devil do what their father does, and they lie. He says, Pharisees and Sadducees, you're, you're a son of the devil. Yeah. You do the works your, you do the works of your father. Yeah. Now, brother, and I come unto you speaking, and someone comes to you, okay, here it is. And someone comes to you speaking with tongues, what shall... See, they'll quote this there, but they don't have the revelation of it. That's the problem, because they don't have the Holy Spirit. That's right. Of, by knowledge, or one by prophesying, or one by doctrine. So it's doctrine, prophesying, or by knowledge, or by revelation. And even things without life giving sound, whether pipe or harp, except they give a distinction of sounds. How shall it be known? So he's saying, now he's explaining why don't make this a big thing unless there's the thing. But he's saying, go home and do it. They all are saying, go build yourself up in the Spirit. For if the trumpet give a certain sound, who shall himself to the battle? So if I say, go to the corner and preach the gospel, and you're like, oh, yes sir, and take the order and you go. If I say, and you'll be like, and you don't know what I said, you'll be like, what do you say? Now what do we do? That brings confusion. Because he's saying them to do something. Now, you can say, oh, I'm not talking to you. I'm praying to God. Oh, then I shouldn't pay attention to it. No, why are you paying attention to me? So I get somebody say, he's praying to tongues. I'm not talking to you. So leave me alone. And if I feel like praying in tongues, I do it. Now, if it bothers you, it only bothers you because you might have a devil. True. And he says, likewise, except utter the tongues, words easy to be understood, how is it be known what is spoken? For you shall speak as into the air. There are then that have many kinds of voices in the world, none of them are without signification. Therefore, if I know not the meaning of the voice, I shall be unto them a barbarian. And that speaketh shall be... So how does this take out speaking in tongues and tongues is not for no more? That's, he's making an example of... He didn't say we don't supposed to do it anymore. He's making an example why we don't do it in, when it would bring confusion or, or not be edifying to the body. Now if there's an interpreter, it's edifying to the body. Whereas let him that speaks an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. See, he. Not somebody else. Everyone's waiting for someone. So, I'm praying. I'm speaking in tongues and then I come w- with English And you're like, what are you doing that? Well, now it is. So now I'm speaking. The scriptures are what God wants. So I'm praying in tongues as I'm praying for you. Then I bring the normal. So what's wrong with that? Nothing according to scriptures. But to them, it's out of order. 
But according to the scriptures, I'm bringing discernment. So I pray for you, and I say, Shambhidi Adharama first, because I'm not getting anything. And then all of a sudden, something comes up, because now I'm interpreting my own tongues. Because you can have both gifts. Or someone else is praying there, and God leads you to pray in tongues. Not speak to them, you're praying for them over tongues. You're not speaking to them in tongues, you're praying in tongues for somebody. And then this person, all of a sudden, that didn't have nothing, something starts to spring up, and then when you stop tongues, they say, and the whole body's working together. But if you shut that out, then there's no edification that. Then we're just waiting for the, for the ministerial um, um, prostitute prophet to come to take the offering so he can give us all a word. When we can get words from one another. By the Holy Spirit. And if God's in tongues, we have an interpreter. We have the most cleanest gift of prophecy you can ever have. Because it's straight from God. So he says, And he that speaks in an unknown tongue, that he may interpret. For if I pray with an unknown tongue, my spirit prays. He says, you can pray for that. But my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then that I, should, I, that I will pray with the Spirit? And I will pray with the understanding also. That's what he's saying. Don't just pray in spirit. Pray with the understanding. I'll sing in the spirit. And I will also sing with the understanding. So we sing in the spirit too. And then, then other words come out. About the blood or whatever. Because God wants you to talk about the blood today. Or whatever it might be. Else when thou shalt bless with the spirit. How shall he that occupied the room also be Unlearn, say, Amen, at thy giving of thanks, seeing that understandeth not what thy saith. In other words, say tongues, and this is what the Lord says. And then you tell them. Then they can agree with that word. And then if that word is right, then the tongues was right. Or some people just talk. And then there's no interpretation. Then you might say, okay, then that gift's not here. Because you judge the word. If the, the word's accurate, and they're... Discerning, and everybody knows praying tongues. Then all of a sudden you start praying in the understanding, and then you start praying tongues again, and then you pray in the understanding. So it's God giving you what to pray. You might start praying for someone in China, someone in Japan, somebody mm -hmm. in Arkansas, and sending angels there in the spirit and tongues, and then praying. So that's why prayer is so important. And it says here, but this is a spiritual church. We're not talking about the carnal church down the street or first church or whatever church, you know, doing Halloween this year and all these different things. We're talking about the remnant of God moving in the spirit. The spiritual church, the church not built by the hands of man. So there's a big difference too. Like they don't even have the gifts, so they call them dead. When the priests didn't have the, the bells and the fruit, they were considered dead. The bells represent the gifts because Paul said right before that, if you become a clanging symbol, if you have the gifts... He says, if you speak in prophecy and do all these things, that's the gifts. And you have not love, that's the fruits. And love basically wraps around all the fruits, because love is love, patient, kindness, goodness, faith, charity, um, meekness, charity is love, but and all these different things come from love. So he's talking about, and what did the priests have? Around their waist, pomegranates. So what did he say? If the priest stopped walking in there, that means he's dead, because the priests would die when they went unclean, or when they went into the glory. And then they would have a rope around their leg, their, their thing, yeah. and then if they stop hearing them, yeah. hey, you okay in there? Well, we had a bad priest this time, and they would pull them out. All right, let's get a new one. And basically, um, that would consider they were dead. Well, now, now we, we have a, we have, we're in the Spirit now. Yeah. And we're all kings and priests, and we all need the gifts of the Holy Spirit, whether it's one. And if you don't have the gifts, you're dead. Yeah. So that's why the churches, God calls them dead churches. 
Because they're church absent of the gifts. They preach doctrines against the Holy Spirit. And call what God gave you and what you know is awesome, they call it the devil. And I'm not saying you're just supposed to smile about that. You think God, I think God will be a little bit angrier than even than you, you can get about it when you know it's from Him. But God doesn't need anyone to stick up for Him. He, he's got it all under control. So He says here, For I say of the Spirit, Thou shalt bless with the Spirit, and thou that occupy is unlearned, it comes, okay, understanding what thou sayest. I thank God, and then Paul said this, I thank God that I speak with tongues more than all of you. So he's thanking God that he speaks more than them, but he's telling them, he's just giving them a little order of with it. He's not stopping it. They want to stop it, these, these people. And they want to stop the gifts too. Well, there's no apostles anymore. But why is there a tithe? So, why? I mean, how could you not? When God's going to clear the whole air, clear the whole field, and start over, you don't think He needs some living apostles? Or you think it's going to be on your denominational church that does every pagan holiday and does everything for the carnal flesh, and it's all about the world? And that's the church that Jesus is coming back for? you got to open up your mind and think more than out of your box and out of your little world. Yet the church, I'd rather speak in five words. And he says this, I give thanks, the other is not to edify. I thank God that I speak tongues. And he says for the church, I'd rather speak five words and an understanding. Good, good, me too. That my voice, that I might teach others also. Then 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. Because Paul was concerned about other people's edification and building them up. But he didn't. He's the one who came out with the revelation of tongues. He's the one that God spoke about the tongues. He's the one, I mean in the book of Acts they all had it, but he's the one who brought the teachings to the church and gave them names and different, uh, the faith gifts, the power gifts, I mean, and the, and the, and the, and the speaking gifts, Amen. and then the revelatory gifts. The, the revelatory gifts are the ones that reveal Christ those are three of the faith, the, the power gifts are the faith, miracles, and healings. And the, and, the, and the speaking, the utterance gifts are the tongues, and they're all there. There's nine of them. There's three, three, and three. And Paul had revelation to discern and get in, and to um, basically give some people understanding of what they're doing and what they're seeing. So you're saying now the church is blind because the apostles died? That just bothers me so much. That means the Holy Spirit is not doing what he did back then anymore. What hope would we have against the devil when the darkness is getting darker and we don't have what they had when it wasn't so dark? According to the book of Revelations, but that might not be part of the Bible. So what you're actually doing is just rip it all out. Rip that out. Rip Colossians out. Rip um, Corinthians out. You know, those few chapters. Rip it all out. It says in there that the Holy Spirit is the retainer and He will be here until Jesus returns. When the church goes, we the Holy Spirit comes with us. Amen. He doesn't hang out with any of the other thing else. And then that's it. And we're and the Holy Spirit's in us. So you're saying now he's muzzled? No. That you're letting the devil muzzle you. And it says this for the children understanding, how about his malice be the children understanding of men? It is the law is written with men or of other tongues or of other lips. I will speak unto this people, yet for that they will not hear me, saith the Lord. Wherein tongues are for a sign, not unto them that believe. See, they're a sign now too. There's even more into it. So then signs stop too. But to them that believe not, 
but prophesying serveth not for them, them that believe not for them, for them, but for them that believe. If I therefore as a whole church and come and see, so he's explaining. Well, let, let's just read it because because that's what they're going to say. Together into one place and one speak with tongues, and the other of those that are unlearned or unbelievers, and they will say that we're mad. But if they all prophesy and they come one and believe not and are unlearned, but it's funny they come and believe not. And Paul just said previously that the tongues is for unbelievers, and now he's saying don't speak to the unbelievers, let them hear the tongues. But he said it earlier it was, what for them which are unbelief. Look, where did it go? Twenty-four. Right here, verse uh, twenty-four. You said no. And the people that they say that I'm not understanding the children. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah, twenty-two. Thank you. Yeah, I'll okay, it's on the top of this. Wherefore the tongue is his first sign, not to them that believe, but for them believers. Then he talks about unbeliever coming, and then it's like, so we. That, that's an ox. That's 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 coming against. No, he's telling you to understand what it's for. Then let them hear that, but don't speak to them because they won't know what you're saying, and it's going to be worse. Then they're going to think you're nuts. He said the whole church comes together into one place, all speak with tongues. See, so they were speaking in tongues in the church. Hey, there it is. And there come unto those that unlearned or unbelievers. He never says don't do it anymore. He just said be discerning of your atmosphere. Be discerning of who's around you. If everyone around you knows filled with the Holy Spirit and everyone around you knows Jesus and you're familiar, why would you live by the law of the letter and, and have some religious people tell you you can't be free in the Holy Spirit. And now if someone comes in, you might be, okay, let's, let's prophesy to them, let's feel them out, let's not let them think. So you're becoming all things all men in that sense of being. They're understanding them so they don't run out because they don't know anything about tongues. Then you explain to them, and then later on, little by little, you do it. So you're very sensitive of unbelievers, but at the same time, let them hear you so they can be a sign for them. Say, what's that? And then you can show them in the Bible. Then they'll say, I want that. Right. But if it's not there, they can't want it. Right. So the devil doesn't want you to have it because it's not in the church. Then you can't have it if it's not in the church you go to because you don't think it exists. And if you don't think something exists, how can you desire it? And now if you rip that part out of the Bible, then it's not even something that's part of now. So why did God leave it in the Bible if it was just for them that were walking without a Bible at that time? Good preaching. Alright, and it says, For the secret of the heart is manifest. How is it then, brother, that we come together every man and psalm and hymn and die? So we're all, and, one, and has a tongue. It says here, and has a revelation, has an interpretation. Let all things be done edifying. He didn't say stop it right here. You're saying it's the devil. God's saying it's him. The brother, that when you come together, let everyone, a psalm and hymn and doctrine, has a tongue. Now we're all talking about tongues. Now they're going to say, well, that's just tongue. no. Doctrine is doctrine, and you speak it with your tongue. Tongue is tongue. If we're talking about these tongues, the whole stinking chapter, but all of a sudden they want to say, well, he's not talking about that tongue. <laughs> Has an interpretation that all things be done to edify him. And, they and, the and if any man speak with the unknown tongue, it's the unknown tongue, let it be done two or three, by two, let it be done, look, by two, or at the most three, and that by course let one interpret. Either the person doing it or one and two, let it be done two and three, not the whole place. So he's saying do it. And then they say, 
Pull it up. These people, there's droves of them that believe these false, these false lies about the Holy Spirit. And it's shutting down the power of God and revival for the end time. Let the prophets speak two or three as well, and let others judge. If the things be revealed unto them that sitteth by, let them first hold a peace. But if anyone prophesy one by one, let them may learn that they may be comforted. And the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. And the spirit of the one that speaks in tongues is subject to speaking in tongues. It came on me that day, but now I, now I have it. I can use it at will because I surrender to the Holy Spirit and I let it talk. Yeah. And people say, well, I don't have... Well, I don't let Him do... Well, when you get more in the Spirit or you get fired up, it'll start, you'll just start doing it. Right. And the Spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. For God is not the author of confusion. And then they'll take that and say it's confusion. No, He just said how to do it in order. He didn't say not to right. do it. And he didn't say it's going to die because it is the Holy Spirit. It's all by the one Spirit. Amen. So you're saying the Holy Spirit's dead. I say he's not, Amen. according to scriptures. And it's all and for all and all the churches of the saints. And then it goes on about the. We'll just skip that part. The rest of that chapter about women speaking the church because I'm going there right now. All right. Then it says this. So there are the, these are that the points of the gift. So what? So what went out? The, the, all the gifts? No, we just said we get what. So we take all these other gifts. Oh, edification, edification. Well, that's one of gifts too. So they hear to another man's truth. Let it repeat. Those that don't want to hear this are are, are, are full of pride. For he that speaks, let's say it again. In an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. So we can't speak in God by the Spirit anymore, for no man understands Him. But that was the mystery. So. If I'm in China and I start speaking in tongues, he'll go, oh, you just preach the gospel. And they get saved. You're like, oh, I just pray in tongues. And they're like, no, you were speaking in my language. And you're like, oh, that's cool. And you think, oh, I was speaking Chinese. No. And even if you never had tongues and you're, you're a Baptist missionary and you did that, it's just because God did tongues on you and you didn't know Chinese and you thought it was their language but because you, you never heard it and they told you that. <laughs> that's the truth. And when you pray in tongues, you also be speaking the mysteries back to God. The mysteries back to God. So let's go to Jude. And I'm almost done. Jude speaks of praying in the Spirit this way. And God says this, If you stay unlearned, you can't deny tongues, it is written. But you lack wisdom and understanding. And in that, you shut down and quench the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, do not quench the Spirit. Was that just for the Bible? So then, you're saying, this part's of the Bible. Stop, stop, stop. But you want us to believe all the other parts. It's like, who, who made you the author of the parts of the Bible? God does not change. And That's right. Amen. Let's see what Jude said. Jude 17 through 20. What chapter is that? There's only one chapter, Jude. Okay. Jude 17 through 20. Now, some of you didn't know that, but now you do, and you'll never forget. Don't be prideful. You know you didn't know that. Oh, I'm not going to have you raise your hand, though. <laughs> but, beloved, remember you the words which were spoken before the apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ. How I told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own godly lust. They separate themselves 
sensual, not having the Spirit. See, they separate themselves from those of the Spirit because you cannot hang around with someone that's a Christian without the Spirit. When they mock the Spirit, when they come against the Spirit, when they say that God is dead, when they say that there's no gifts anymore, and, 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 these are, and they call themselves Christians, and they have no fruits. So I'm not bringing up my encounters. My encounters are backed by the Word of God so they know that they're real. And I'm gonna. You're not gonna shut down our encounters. Our encounters are our encounters with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Our relationship with Him yes. has certain times, has certain events. He is alive, yes. and He's still alive, yes. and He's still filling us yes. with the Spirit, yes. and He's still moving, yes. and He's yes. still casting out demons. Yes. And he said, "These signs shall follow yes. them that believe." In My name, they'll cast out spirits. In My name, they will heal the sick. In My name, they'll pray for the sick, and they will recover. In My name, they'll speak with new tongues. In My name. They will preach the gospel to the poor. Well, I'll tell you what, it's way better when you preach it by the Spirit. Not with your sign that says you're going to hell because you're a glutton, drinker, whatever, and you better repent. It doesn't bear any fruit. And you say that's preaching the gospel. That's just holding up scriptures looking like, well, I'm not even going to say it because I have love in me. And I can hold myself. I'm not going to go to your level. And they separate. But beloved, building up yourselves in the most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Spirit. Building yourself. Paul said when you pray in tongues, you build up yourself. When you speak in tongues and there's an, there's an interpreter, you're edifying that person. And if you pray in tongues over that person, make sure you interpret it and pray in the natural of them so they can receive what you're saying, or you can still, doesn't say you can't pray in them in the Spirit and still speak for them. He said, speak to them. And as they say, oh, what do you say? Don't worry about it. I'm just praying for you. Praying for you in heavenly language. God knows what I'm saying. And it's good. Because it's, you can't miss when you're praying in the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, 26-27. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. I guess we'll pull that out too because he's not here anymore. For we know not what we should pray as we ought to, but the Spirit makes intercession. Oh, what's that? With groanings that cannot be uttered. It means groanings, noises that can't be discerned by the human mind. Amen. Well, that sounds like tongues to me. Thank you. Not on language, not Chinese. And he that searches the hearts knoweth what is in the mind of the Spirit because He makes intercession means intercession is um, interceding for someone. He, the Holy Spirit is interceding for you. He's making intercession when you give over to Him. We need to start praying in tongues more. Yes. Yes. Get a matter more. Yes. Pray in tongues till you can't yes. even pray anymore. I'm telling you, we've we got to get back to these yes. things. He that searches the heart knoweth because He makes intercession according to the what? The will of God, not your will. I'll tell you what, if you just pray in tongues and you stop praying, sometimes you can pray in your will all the time. Praying for this person to get saved. Praying for this healing. Praying for this. And God said, I'm never going to heal them. I'm never going to save them. You pray and pray and pray. You pray in the Spirit, you get some more benefits because you're praying the will of God. Right. It's God's will, but He's not going to waste His time. He doesn't want to waste our time. Praying in the Spirit is not no time wasted. Praying in the natural, you can waste a lot of time. God will get you to pray. And if He got you praying in the natural, you'll know it too because you'll, 
You'll feel it. You'll know it. You'll feel there's something happened to it. We, there's no time to waste anymore. We got to be on God's time. He that searches the heart knoweth it makes intercession. Intercedes for us the will of God. That's so important, and they want to take yes. that away. Yeah. I think that's it. I got this. I'll just read this last part, I guess, just in case. So the word is now we have is thousands upon thousands. We have got the gift of tongues and know what it was for. God gave it to them for others. The ones that mock and hate and call it the devil are calling the Holy Spirit the devil. It is a serious thing to speak. The things, one who knows all and call one's treasure demonic. The Pharisees and the Sadducees did the same thing. They called holy unholy. The problem is all of us who have it, we have both the Word of God and the encounter. All of us can remember the day we got it. Because it came with fire. Yeah. So amazing. And it and if, if it was Satan, when I was a baby Christian, out of the purity of my heart, and asked for the Holy Spirit in Matthew 7, and He gave me the gift, you're saying God is a liar. Because you're saying God is a liar. Because in Matthew 7, He said, if you ask, I will give it to you. So you're saying God lied to me. No, you're lying to me. And He gave me a serpent, the devil. I think God is clarifying who is really deceived. Since the Holy Spirit came on me speaking in tongues, we cast out demons. We heal the sick. I have been free from all the things I used to be no longer. So that's the devil. Jesus said, you will know my disciples by their fruit. Not by their scripture, they quote. Not by what they think they know. I will live by these signs and wonders proceeding from the truth of the Word of God. We speak with new tongues, do you? Not everyone that says they are believers really believe because they cannot believe in Jesus and deny the power of the gifts. It's, it's a total package deal. Father, we thank You for this Word. And if anyone needs the baptism of the Holy Spirit and is listening to this and feel that the Spirit of Truth is speaking. I pray right now, you that's listening or anyone in this place wants the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says just ask Him for the Holy Spirit and He will give it to you. And Father, we ask You to seal and pull everyone away from all the liars, the thieves, and those that come to steal, kill, and destroy their relationship with You, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, You are true. Father, we'll pray in tongues. We'll speak in tongues. We'll prophesy. We'll heal. We'll do the works of the ministry. We, will, we, we are grateful for the gifts. We need the gifts. We need discernment, God. We ask for wisdom even, God. And that's even one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We ask for it all, God. The nine gifts that birthed in the power of God into the earth and come in our belly, oh Father God, that living water will flow in this season through the internet, God. In our minds, in this house, oh God. Fill us with your Holy Spirit, O oh God, with the spirit of wisdom and truth, O oh God. Pour it out in the mighty name of Jesus. Now pray right now. And don't even, don't, even if you pray now, I prayed and I got it later. If you really want to keep asking Him, keep thanking Him for it and, and watch and see what happens. If you're humble and you want God, He will not deny you. Come Holy Spirit, I ask you Holy Spirit to baptize me 
in you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father and the Son, baptize me in the Holy Spirit and with fire. Just as John the Baptist said, one will come after me and he will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and fire. Jesus was that one and Jesus walked on the earth and then he had to leave and he didn't baptize him in the Holy Spirit when he was here. He did it when he left. And He's left now, but His Holy Spirit is still here since the day of Pentecost. And He's here with fire. Blow into this place. Blow into our situation. Blow through this internet right now and fill us with Your Holy Spirit. Just like in the day of the book of Acts and the day of Pentecost can be every day. We don't celebrate that day because there's a Pentecost for someone every day. Every day because He's alive. Don't listen to the dead. Let the dead bury the dead. And follow Jesus and the Holy Spirit. He said, I will send my Spirit. And the Spirit of truth will bear witness that we are the sons of God. That's the same Spirit with all the nine gifts of the Spirit. That's the same Spirit that God has sent all truth. That's why they're lost. Because they don't want the Holy Spirit. They're smarter than the Holy Spirit. They don't want God, so in that they are anti-Christ. But God, we are not anti-Christ. We are in Christ. In Jesus' name, amen.